Avast ye, it be talked like a pirate day today. But fear not, me hearty. I won't be sailing this entire voyage in pirate tongue. Only a splash to quench your whistle. So batten down the hatches and set sail. Hello, and welcome to Azeroth United, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft Dragonflight, World of Warcraft Classic, and everything in between. My name is Denethar, and I am your host. joining us today this is azeroth united my name is denethar and we're going to talk about world of warcraft today so uh, we've got a lot of uh we got a lot in our show today but um we're going to do a separate show probably next week and then the week after going over the features coming in with the um, 3.4.3 patch in wrath lich king classic and the 10.2 patch in dragonflight so uh, those will be coming up. We'll, we'll be doing a really in-depth deep dive on all of the new features and what's going on in the PTR. So um, that being said, let's jump into what's going on this week in World of Warcraft. Let's talk about World of Warcraft. In Dragonflight... Patch 10.1.7 is the current content patch. And so with last week's, um, the uh, Draenei custom customization quest line, all of the 10.1.7 features are live. So we're, we're kind of in this uh, holding pattern until we get to patch 10.2, which is going to be probably within the next two months. Um, looks like uh, early November now, um, probably after BlizzCon. So... Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be kind of slow for the next uh, couple of weeks, but um, uh, some things you can do right now is um, if you haven't done so yet, you can complete the first quest or the first chapter of the 10.2 storyline, which is the Coalition of Flames. Uh, you can pick up the quest A Sentinel Summons from Chandra's Feathermoon and Valdraken. So go ahead and knock that out. It's pretty quick. It's like a 15-minute uh, quest line. It's, it's, it's pretty easy, and it's got some... Some really cool cinematics. So um, the other things you can do, um, you can finish up the Dawn of the Infinites epilogue quest chain, Bronze Reconciliation, by picking up No Limits from Chromie at the Seat of the Aspects in Valdraken. And finally, you can complete the next chapter of the Keeper Tear storyline in Reforging the Tears Guard by picking up a dislocated disc from Nosdormu at the Seat of the Aspects, also in Valdraken. The Secrets of Azeroth event is concluded, so if you weren't able to complete that when it was active, that's no worries. All of the secrets are still available, all the clues are there, uh, so you can go and figure that out and, and start working through that. Or if you want, you could follow along with the guide from Wowhead, if you so choose. If you just want to get to the end, um, that's no problem there as well. Uh, this week in uh, World of Warcraft, we've got uh, Mythic Plus affixes, Fortified, Volcanic, and Spiteful. So fortified non-boss enemies have more health and deal 30% more damage. Volcanic enemies cause eruptions of flame near distant players and spiteful spirits rise from the corpses of non-boss enemies. This is a rough week because anytime you get fortified and spiteful, it's a slog. Trash takes forever. 
it it feels so slow like you're fighting the trash for way too long and and it's because you are um so and volcanic is is mostly just annoying um it's uh, as a healer main in season one i hated volcanic because i'd be halfway through a cast and whoop, there you go so uh yeah this uh, this will be a fun week uh and and by fun i mean miserable but um there you go uh, the weekly events uh you get your pvp brawl which is the shadow pan showdown and um, the bonus event is the world quest bonus events, and you'll get a quest to complete 10 world quests. So that's pretty cool there. Uh, for special events, Pirates Day is today. And uh, if you log on today, you'll be able to uh, Tuesday night, Tuesday, September 19th, you can pick up the Highland Drake pirate armor customization for your Highland Drake. Uh, for the low, low cost of 50,000 gold. Um, Brewfest is going to be September 20th to October 6th, and you'll be able to get a renewed uh, Proto Drake Brewfest armor. Um, and then the Harvest Festival is September 25th to October 2nd. So some cool events coming up. I don't know if there's any new rewards for the Harvest Festival, but the um, Pirates Day and Brewfest, definitely you want to pick those things up if you can. In Wrath Classic, um, so we got the PTR testing scheduled for uh, ICC. That's going to conclude tomorrow, September 20th. And then the launch date for patch Patch 3.4.3 is October 12th. So this is all the Phase 4 content, which is Ice Crown Citadel, including the Shadowmorn Legendary uh, Two-Handed Axe, which is really just a DK tanking weapon, but... um, Good luck fighting that one out. Uh, the Frozen Halls Dungeons, which are the Forge of Souls, Pit of Sauron, and Halls of Reflection. I always liked uh, Pit of Sauron. That's a, that's a really fun one. It's It, it can be tough, but um, that, that's a really fun one. Halls of Reflection, I, I never really liked. It's I mean, it's it's kind of cool having the Lich King chase you down the, um, uh, with Jaina building the barriers, but I don't know. The rest of it's kind of boring. Um the uh, Titan Rune Gamma Dungeon uh, uh, Heroic Plus mode for Wrath Classic will be available. Um, so you're going to get a Defiler Scorchstone at the end, which you can use to purchase item level 245, Trial of the Crusader 25-player gear. Um, new quest log and quest tracking will be implemented into the client, as well as the random dungeon finder. So that's pretty cool. Uh, be able to queue for the... Titan Room Gamma Dungeons in the Dungeon Finder. I think the minimum item level is 200. So that's that's pretty cool there. Uh, also, some UI improvements. Uh, the Collections tab will be available in the game now. So Pets, Mounts, and Heirlooms in the Collections tab. It'll be similar to how it is currently in retail. And don't forget the Joyous Journeys buff. 50% XP from all sources. That is currently live in the game. You don't have to wait for the new patch for that one. In Classic Era, not a whole lot going on there. Hardcore is kind of a self-contained vehicle. Um, I believe there was a, a, a guild in the EU side that took down Ragnaros last week. And um, on the normal Classic Era servers, um, they're still doing some tweaks to the PvP ranking system. Still not sure where they're trying to get to with that or, or what their goal is. But um, if it's if they're setting up for a Classic Plus or a Season of Mastery 2... Um, by tweaking the honor system. Cool. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. More power to them. Um, 
Yeah, so we will uh, do some some detailed discussions on the patch 3.4.3 coming up on October 12th. I'll, I'll do a deep dive on that next week. And for the patch 10.2, um, raid testing is currently going on as well as um, Mythic Plus testing. But uh, let that simmer for a little bit and then we will do a big extravaganza episode in two weeks on patch 10.2. Um, that'll be pretty fun. So and so yeah there there's been a lot of discussion in the wow community about the future of world of warcraft and specifically the future of dragonflight i know that there's a there's been some discussions on how patch 10.2 might be the last major content patch for dragonflight um I'm really curious to see where things go. We're, we'll find out more at BlizzCon, but um, it's definitely fun to speculate on on what's going on. I, I definitely think that um, there's going to be more content coming up. Um, Blizzard's patch cadence for Dragonflight has been phenomenal. It's roughly every eight weeks we get a... Uh, a new patch, um, either a major content patch, like a 10.1 or a 10.2, or the medium content patches, like the .5 and .7 patches. So uh, if you go in roughly every eight weeks, um, that's going to give you 24 weeks per season, roughly. And 24 weeks per season is going to give you about two years worth. So if patch 10.2 is the last content, then that means that we're going to go a full year of no new content, which I can't imagine that Blizzard is going to do that. I think that what they are doing is they're holding their cards close to their vest, waiting for BlizzCon because the announcement of what's coming next is going to spoil everything that's going to happen in the next uh, the next World of Warcraft content patch. So I think that they are intentionally holding it back because they, they can't reveal anything because even the even the confirmation of additional content after patch 10.2 is going to spoil what's coming. That's my speculation. I don't know. Maybe Blizzard isn't that clever. Maybe they're just, oh, we don't know. We haven't thought about, we haven't gotten that far yet. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's very, very exciting time for content in World of Warcraft and the retail game. Um, I'm really not sure what's going to end up happening with Classic. I'm, I'm still not convinced that we're going to get Cataclysm Classic. I feel like Blizzard would have at least hinted at that. Um, they put out the survey last year, and then that was it. We didn't get anything else after that. So, um, yeah, I'm really not sure. The, the Joyous Journeys is is live in Wrath of Lich King, so it could be that they're trying to get people to level up their alts so that they're ready to go for Cataclysm Classic. Or it could be that they're just trying to milk the last bit of life out of Wrath of the Lich King Classic that they can in the hopes that um, when they announce that that's the end of Classic, as we know it, um, the people people will uh, want to at least stay around for a like a Wrath of Lich King Classic era server or something along those lines. So it remains to be seen, but uh, there's definitely some some speculation and definitely some holes in the future of what Classic is going to entail. I, I know we're going to get some sort of a Classic Plus or Season of Mastery type update, but that's really all we know. There's there's not much else 
to to look at. I mean, we could start speculating. Uh, we could pretend like we're YouTubers and just um, here's here's all the evidence that I found about something that may or may not happen. But the reality is, we just don't know, and we have to wait. So, uh, what would I like to see a classic plus or a cataclysm classic? Sure, cataclysm classic. That would be a fine update to the classic genre as long as it's handled separately from classic because i feel like once you hit cataclysm you've erased classic you're you're dealing with the changed world and flying in the old world and all new quest lines and it doesn't feel like the same game anymore it feels like i feel like cataclysm was essentially wow 2.0 so was was cataclysm fun yeah if you take out the idea of changing the old world sure Cataclysm was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. The the heroics were fun. Uh, the Firelands was a great raid. Um, there was a lot to do in Cataclysm, and, and I really enjoyed it. But ultimately, they did change everything about the world in Cataclysm, about Azeroth. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, as far as retail goes, that it, it could go anywhere. Uh, Mike Yabara put out a tweet that said, No Pirates after people started speculating about a pirate themed expansion. I don't think we'll see pirates. I think that we'll see some, some definite uh, traveling out to parts unknown uh, by ship. What, what that's going to entail. I don't know. I, I could go along with the flow and say, it'll be some sort of an old God slash void themed expansion, but we, we really just don't know. Uh, it, it could also be something completely different. Like we weren't sure what we were going to get at the end of Battle for Azeroth and we got Shadowlands. So who knows? Uh, maybe they'll throw us a wild card. Maybe it'll be um, something completely different. But uh, yeah, that's uh, very interesting um, speculation on the future of World of Warcraft. We will know more after BlizzCon and whatever that reveals, we will definitely have a detailed discussion of everything that's that goes on at BlizzCon, BlizzCon and all of the discussions therein. It's time for the weekly rant. I'd like to talk for a minute about Mythic Plus. Now, Mythic Plus is probably my favorite game mode in World of Warcraft. My first love is raiding. I've always loved raiding. I'll always enjoy that. I cut my teeth on Molten Core, Anixia Slayer, I've forgotten my Drakefire amulet and had to get portaled to Stormwind to go pick it up, which, of course, the mage who portaled me teleported themselves instead. So, um, you know, those those classic memories of, of raiding and being kind of a noob in the beginning of, of WoW. And I raided on and off for most expansions. I kind of took a break from raiding in Warlords of Draenor and never really got back into it after that. But... I started doing Mythic Plus uh, in the beginning of Shadowlands, and it was so much fun. I I love it. Um, like I said, it is my absolute favorite endgame content currently. I love the small group format. It's just five people trying to fight their way through a dungeon. One tank, one healer, no pause, no reset, just your team against the, the timer. It's It's so much fun. There's something to be said for the classic type dungeon experience running through Blackrock Depths or running through Lower Blackrock Spire. But in this case, Mythic Plus, 
this is our current endgame mode for dungeons, and I love it. I also really like how it's scalable. Um, you can just keep going. There's no hard limit. In raiding, there's a hard limit. Once you hit mythic raiding, you're done. And while, yes, that is the hardest content in the game currently, the potential for Mythic Plus to go even higher is there. So you, as long as you can time them, you can keep doing them. Plus 30, plus 40. Um, the only requirement for Mythic Plus is you have to show up and work with a group of four other people and achieve, achieve your objective. Beat your timer. Um, even if you beat it by one second. It's so much fun. I love it so much. And I hate it. So, here's the thing. Mythic Plus has the capacity to bring out the worst in people. And I'm talking, it's different than PvP toxicity. PvP in, in a battleground or an arena, if you're being toxic, it's towards your opponent, most of the time anyway. Um, it's no different than a Yankees fan swearing at a Red Sox fan across the aisle. Uh, all right, fine, whatever. You know, in PvP, your goal is to ruin their day. You're trying to beat them and make them lose whatever their objective is, whether it's a battleground or world PvP even. Um, but it's almost built into that game mode to, to be rude, to teabag your opponents, to slash rude since you can't spit anymore. Um, you're not going to be kind to your opponent because you're literally trying to kill them. But in Mythic Plus, you're trying to reach an objective together as a team. One team, one objective. Let's win together. And I have seen so much toxicity from people in Mythic Plus. And it comes across in so many ways at so many stages of, of the progress. It's during the run, after the run. But right now, I want to talk about the before the run, that preparation stage when you're putting your group together, when you're thinking about who you want on your team. So for me personally, in season two of Dragonflight, I've been playing a Fury Warrior and I love it. Fury Warrior is so much fun. It's a blast. As much fun as I've had, I genuinely considered switching to a different class and spec because I've had so much difficulty getting groups. So here's the thing. Players today are inundated with information about the best and worst specs to bring with you on your keystone. Videos, articles, tech talks, whatever, whatever you've got. Um, and I don't think that that information by itself is inherently evil. I think that players being worried about the viability of a marksman hunter or an arcane mage on a plus 12 keystone look calm down this isn't the mdi you're not echo you're not limit just take the frost dk and finish your key anyway back to my warrior for a moment rejection after rejection I can't start my own keys because no one will join. If I do get someone to join, it's like a rogue. And if you want to scare away a healer, try forming a group with a DPS warrior and a rogue. 
you won't get any healers to sign up. I guarantee it. So I have to keep trying and keep trying until I can finally get into a group and then I can prove myself. Hey, I actually do know what I'm doing. I'm actually pretty decent at this. And while I'm not the best player, I'm, I'm pretty good. And uh, look, some of these new affixes, I feel like they're partially to blame for this. Incorporeal? Come on. You want me to spec into Shattering Throw, which is a one and a half second cast and a three minute cooldown just to handle one incorporeal ad every three minutes? That doesn't make any sense. I'm going to get my DPS to really not do much to help the group with this affix. And Afflicted, there is no counterplay. I have nothing that I can do. I, I, I wish that I could taunt an Afflicted mob and, and that could, or uh, something, Battle Shout, anything. I, I don't know. But um, yeah, it, it's rough. And this is the this is the thing that I'm really concerned with. It the, the biggest issue that I've seen come out of this is this whole thing with supergroups. And I'm not talking about like, you know, Cream or Crosby, Stills and Nash. I'm talking about the supergroups like the God Cop in season two of Dragonflight. Guardian Druid, Holy Paladin, Augmentation Evoker, Fire Mage, and Shadow Priest. It that group was tearing everything apart after Augmentation Evokers came out in 10.15. And they were so good that the top tier uh, Mythic Plus groups would only run that composition. Blizzard had to nerf those classes. And they did, so they did what they, they could to nerf them without making players who played those classes already feel terrible. But um, the fact that this existed at all is... I feel like it's evidence of the fact that players will take that information from YouTube or Icy Veins or Wowhead and they'll use it for evil. I'm, it, it reminds me of the, there's um, two great quotes from the developers of Civilization IV, uh, Soren Johnson and Sid Meier. So the first is, given the opportunity, players will optimize the fun out of the game. And the other one is, one of the responsibilities of designers is to protect the players from themselves. So obviously, Blizzard is slowly trying to do their part in this, but I think as players, we need to take the onus and remember that this is a game and we're playing it for fun. So while you might think that shaving that extra four seconds off the Mythic Plus timer is important in the moment, you're more than likely to forget about that run in the long term. And but that misfit group of genuinely good people playing and having a good time playing a game. Um, that memory, that one's going to stick with you, at least for a little longer. So please, reach out to your friendly neighborhood prop paladin or holy priest. Make friends with a fury warrior or an affliction warlock. You might find a new friend. You might make a new memory, and it might be a genuinely good time. So enjoy yourself out there, and please remember, be good to each other, be kind to each other, and have a wonderful day. So that's our show for today. Thank you so very much for listening. I appreciate you, and I appreciate your time. If you want to find me outside of the podcast, you can see me at Twitch TV, Denethar01 or on YouTube at Denethar01. 
I don't do the X Twitter thing anymore. I gave up on that. So again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate it. I'm putting so much time and so much energy into this podcast. And I really appreciate everybody who's listened to it. If you'd like to leave me some feedback, please do so. You can reach me at denethar1 at gmail.com or just post a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. So thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Have a wonderful day.